And you are tuning in to Why Not Sports with the homie D Murph. So why not? Why not? Why not sports? It impacts your everyday life. Why not sports? It's more than on and off the court. Why not sports? Hey. Why not sports? Yeah. Why not sports? It impacts your everyday life. Why not sports? It's more than on and off the court. Why not sports? Hey. Why not sports? D Murph. You a fool for this one. <laughs> yeah. interrupt this regularly scheduled programming for this special report. I'm Cole Johnson of Cole Sports, and this is your Why Not Sports Short. What's up, everybody? This the big homie with a special report. Man, this weekend's been crazy. Far as should the players kneel, should they stand, teams not even participating in the national anthem at all by staying in the locker rooms. LeBron called celebrity in chief number 45 a bum. He withdrew the Golden State Warriors from going to the White House, which myself and Big Roy elaborated on on episode 59, and which is a dope episode titled Back to Life, Back to Reality. And I have two brothers that came through for your boy, Penrose Eames, my brother from down with the DMs. Check that podcast out if you haven't. And the honorary host of Why Not Sports, Deshaun Mateen. Appreciate y'all for for y'all just support and also the quick notice. But y'all, it just hit me that, man, Why Not Sports just expanded with this short. So I just want to thank you guys. I read the emails. The DMs, the tweets, just the overall love that I've received, as well as my dog Big Roy, during these past few weeks. Once our city got hit really, really hard from Harvey, and a lot of the city is still recovering, and our jobs has basically picked up to where we're working six days a week. But at the end of it all, guys, I'm glad to be back. And also this Why Not Sports Short just gives not only myself but other people this platform to be able to have debates and to bring up topics that might not come up on a weekly or regular basis on Why Not Sports. So the title of this particular short is What Are We Fighting For? I had episode seven, Taking a Stance, which is personally one of my favorites. And it's interesting that Kaepernick then kneeled during the anthem and a little over a year now, Kaepernick is unemployed and still looking for work. It just makes me think and wonder like, man, it's like for those that's outspoken, is that a bad thing? But I was brought up and taught a closed mouth don't get fed without no action. How can you be noticed or be seen? So it's kind of interesting that Kaepernick is doing this, but Look at the athletes before him, like the Jesse Owens, who fought through a lot to be able to become that Olympian. Speaking of Olympians, the two brothers that had their fist up. I mean, as black athletes, we've been fighting 
consistently and through the years and generations. And we still going through something similar. And I have a son and I have kids and I'm in the workforce. And I've always told myself and people have told me coming up through the ranks, hey, Murph, you've got to work 10, 20 times harder. You have to be 10 steps ahead. So it's just something interesting for me that's it's still like, wow. And I know Jamel Hill, she had tweeted out as far as talking about NASCAR, how the NASCAR racers or races, not like races, but the actual races, R-A-C-E-S, they have the Confederate flags around the park. But at the same time, NASCAR president said that any group or any people that protest against the national anthem will be suspended and or fired. The the irony with that is crazy. With that, and then Steph Curry. Steph Curry's deal, which I think was dope. He said, hey, LeBron had a lot to lose, but for him to speak up, that's to show you where he's at. It's crazy. But at the end of it all, at the end of it all, we have to be able to find unity. We have to love our people, all people. But at the same time, we got to figure something out. And what was brought to my attention is the way to fix the problem is finding a solution. So my solution is to put what's out here to the world, making a difference, and taking one step at a time, one day at a time. Y'all, I'm out, but I love y'all. Just continue to fight that good fight. Keep grinding, keep the faith. And until next time, man, I'm going to catch y'all later. Peace. What's up, world? I first want to start by saying I fully support anybody who protests against the national anthem. In my opinion, this song celebrates and represents slavery. Um, If you look at who wrote the song, Edgar Allan Poe, a former slave owner. Uh, If you look at the time period that the song was written, 1814. Uh, This was the time that slavery still existed. And uh, if you listen to the third verse of the song, it clearly tells you how he felt about slaves. So with that being said, why do we sing this song? In my opinion, we shouldn't. For those very reasons. You know, this guy is a slave owner. And the stuff that he said about slaves and how do how does that make us one, you know, when the song is so disrespectful to our black ancestors or the people people of color ancestors? It's wrong. Period. Period. Um I think that uh the government, you know, took issue were players protesting because they spent so much money, you know, millions of dollars um, with the NFL to have its players present during the national anthem. And to me, this is a marketing strategy. Um, I think they wanted the players there, you know, so that way they can air them singing the national anthem and 
and, uh, you know, show off the armed forces being at the games and the military being present at all the games. I think that this was used as a marketing strategy to recruit people to be a part of the military. That's just my opinion. Um, and when people speak out against it or speak out against the government, um, you know, about the things that they feel that they're doing that's wrong, um, especially if it's a person of color, they take issue with that. And if you don't agree with what they, they say or want you to do, you know, they got ways of dealing with you. I mean, look at the way that they had the media to villainize Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali was a great man. You know, uh, somebody that was a great activist, um, a hero, um, and a definite role model, you know, for people to stand up for what they believe in, regardless of any fear tactics that somebody may use, you know, to get you not to. And I think, ironically, the, the media, you know, painted him out to be, you know, a hero and a, a great activist after he couldn't talk. Seems a little suspect to me. But, moving on. Um, over the weekend, uh, Donald Trump had some, uh, he said some crazy things, you know. Basically told the owners to that they should fire anybody that protests against the National Anthem. Now, what I think people are forgetting and people that have a problem with the the, the peaceful protest is what the peace, peaceful protest is about. It's about social injustice. People who are being done wrong and nothing has happened to make things right or prevent this happening going forward. So I think that players should continue to use their platform to protest social injustice and and make a stand. Use their platform to make a stand. It doesn't matter if you are um, an, an athlete, in movies, um, you know, uh, um, radio. You know, they, you should definitely make a stand. And, and definitely be on the side of righteousness, period. Um, so that's my take. Um on players and, and protesting and, and how I feel about the national anthem. Um, thank y'all for, for supporting the show. Um, keep on listening to the show. Uh, I'll let y'all later. What's good, man? It's uh, Penrose Eames from Penrose versus anybody. Uh, to speak on the situation, Murph, when you asked how I felt in regards to what the president said and how I felt in regards to what was going on in sports today. Um, I feel like, I feel like for one, the solidarity shown and, uh, and the unity shown in the NFL today with some of the squads, I thought was beautiful. Uh, a lot of the Raiders did not stand up at the beginning of their game. The, uh, the Steelers just didn't come out at all. I appreciated what Mike Tomlin said uh, in regard to how he felt about the president's uh, 
statement or whatnot as well. Uh, Robert Kraft being a friend of the president and still speaking up the way he did. I, I was impressed by that. So I appreciated what I saw happen in the NFL today. But to get to the meat and potatoes of it, to say fire them sons of bitches, the ones that don't stand. Uh, if If I don't choose to stand for a song that in the third verse says that racism, I'm sorry, not racism, but seems to keep slaves. Anyhow, the third verse is about keeping slaves. If I don't want to stand for that or be a part of that, am I wrong? Am I dis- in, in no way, shape, form, or fashion in the, I guess, rule book of disrespecting the flag does it say that standing up has to be done? And that sitting down or kneeling is disrespectful. Uh, Like I heard uh, someone on CNN say, anytime we lose someone in this country, someone important, we we fly the flag at half mass. Well, when these men are out there taking a knee, they're taking a knee and putting themselves at half mass for the the, the fallen soldiers that we've lost, the people that we've seen slain in the streets and, and slain in different situations for absolutely no reason whatsoever. And people have walked uh, free. The killers have walked free. So <clears throat> in my personal opinion, man, I feel like the president was extremely out of line. We have definitely adopted a society of shock value in, in pure entertainment. That's all this is, man, is the fact that this man would even open his mouth to say that people who were standing up for equality and speaking out due to the fact that their race is the race who is being sought after with injustice time after time after time. That means just speaking for me being black. You can tell me what, what it is to be black, and you can't do that. I definitely, I mean, you know, you've been elected the, the leader of this country in some crazy sense, or some crazy way, I should say, but you've never been a black man, and you never will be. You've never been a black person, period. You can't tell a black person how they how they should be able to or or should deal with injustice, how they should feel about it. Fire all those sons of bitches, all of them that don't stand up, all of them that kneel. We know that ain't no uh, anybody of any other race kneeling, so you're singling out black black men as sons of bitches. Everything that comes out this man's mouth seems to be a way to keep us divided, to keep up the racial tension. It it's it's. It's almost as if, again, man, we're living in a world where we've just adopted entertainment and shock value as our normal everyday life. And, uh, and, and this is what we're getting for it. This is what we're getting. We've wanted so much shock value for so long, and now this is, this is real life for us. A joke. A joke in every sense of the word is our nation's leader. And our nation's leader... <clears throat> Looked at America dead in the face and pretty much said people who are fighting for equality are sons of bitches and they should be fired. They should lose their jobs. 
let's 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 throw out the fact that these guys are football players. Let's throw out the fact that there's a protest or a demonstration, whatever you like to call it. Let's focus on the fact that all of this is focused around the fact that equality was asked for and sought after and injustice is what continues to reign supreme. So the way I feel about the president and his speech today, I mean, I, like the old saying goes, the revolution will not be televised. Shit's going to pop off. I ain't going to say shit's going to pop off. I'm not even going to go in that direction. I just say that his his statement today, or his statement over the weekend, I should say, it just puts, not not in perspective, because it's always been in perspective, but it continues to put a stamp and a semen on the fact that the fight is still real. The fight is still there. No, no matter how, how many times people try to erase the stain, it just won't go away. And now that we have a nation's leader who exemplifies every, every, and not just even towards blacks, but towards anybody, damn near, who exemplifies every racist tone there could be. Now that that's our nation's leader, it just shows where we are. I'm disgusted by it. I'm appalled by it. It's not, again, it's not about the protest. It's the fact that everything, the root of it is injustice and equality is what is, is, is the dividing line. And for people who peacefully decided to protest against injustice, who they're fighting for. Think about that, y'all. This is our nation's leader. That's how I feel, Murph, man. I appreciate you for having me on. It's Penrose, man. I'm out. Peace. For now, I am Cole Johnson of Cole Sports. And this has been your Why Not Sports Short. This has been a special report from Why Not Sports. Now, back to your regularly scheduled programming already in progress.